0: Hey boss, remember me, Jack Newton, I got a question for you, why'd you make so many suckers? You say love never endeth, well I say love never starteth, you say the meek shall inherit the earth, and I say the only thing the meek can count on is getting the short end of the stick.
1: Hey everybody, this is Ed Hoffman and welcome to the main events. Got a little frog in my throat uh, this week, so if if you notice something, that doesn't sound like Ed today, Uh, sounds like he's got a frog in his throat, well you are, your ears are still working. Hey, uh, happy 2018 was uh hopefully hopefully you enjoyed the show last week with Scott McFee. Don and I were up in uh, Mammoth celebrating our uh, our 21st wedding anniversary and uh chilling out, enjoying enjoying some some just downtime and beautiful times and uh taking our dogs for walks, which is always a big big event when we uh, take a tank down to the village at Mammoth and just enjoying. And uh I'm looking forward to 2018, looking forward for to some exciting stuff going on to add to everything that happened in 2017. So uh we're going to talk about a lot of a lot of what's going on and a lot of stuff that just happened in the last week. But first, let me introduce, introduce myself. My name is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. Based in here in Southern California, offices all over the place, lending in California and Arizona, a few other states on its way. If you're interested in getting involved in the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and you need financing, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free, area code 855-640-2020. If you want to talk with me but you don't want to uh, call on the phone because you don't want your neighbors at work to know your personal stuff and you shouldn't be shouldn't be stealing time from your boss anyway so wait till your 15 minute mandatory coffee break or your 1 hour mandatory lunch break and uh go to wccloans.com www.wccloans.com click on apply now click on uh click on a loan center then apply now Put in as much information as you want me to have and uh, let us know how much information you want back. You'll hear back from uh, myself or one of my trusty teammates, Eric Marquez, Alex Rojas, Cody Bradbury, um, Oscar Trujillo, Aaron Fredericks. Uh, Who did I leave out? Eric? and uh, I think I got them all. I think I got everybody. I don't want to leave anybody out because they're going to be have their feelings hurt if I didn't mention their names. So but uh we are one and one and all so if you uh if you call if you uh if you uh inquire in through through WCC loans and you hear back from someone who's not me I'm still looking at your loan we all we all work together on all those on all those loans everything that comes through and we'll help uh get you towards the best decision for you whether you're refinancing a house whether you're buying a house whether you're uh, looking to purchase a uh, uh a vacation home or a investment property and, uh, or if you're interested in one of those reverse mortgage things, hey, what is this reverse mortgage thing I keep hearing about? That, uh, that, that, uh, that Magnum PI guy keeps coming on TV and showing his big mustache and saying, uh, you know, uh, I checked it out and this is what I found out. You want to hear more about that? Call me to call me 855 640 2020 or inquire at wccloans.com. If there's something you want uh, on the show you want repeated, you can go to edhoffman.net, click on the podcast page, and you can hear um, this show as well as several past shows, and you can uh, listen on demand, or you can get the podcast on uh, on demand on SoundCloud or iTunes, or you can actually go on and subscribe for free once a week. It'll actually download to your phone or your computer, your iPad, your iPod, your iWatch, whatever you listen to uh, podcasts on. Um. Keep up with the show on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter, at Ed Hoffman, at Ed Hoffman, where I tweet about current events all week long. Like the show on Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash the main event, Ed Hoffman. And also, remember our our listener uh, hotline, if you want to leave some comments, uh, nice ones or ugly ones, 855-640-2092. Okay, so let's talk about Uma Abedin's emails are back in the are back in the uh in the in the news this week. Um last Friday the State Department released 2800 work-related emails from Uma Abedin that uh, were found by the FBI on the laptop of Abedin's disgraced husband Anthony Weiner. Um the emails were just released because of the Freedom of Information Act lawsuit that the conservative group Judicial Watch filed against the state department. Now, you know, if you want to make sure your your money is actually going to something when you're you're donating, if you want to donate to any of these things that are sending you envelopes in the mail all the time, you make one donation to somebody and they never stop harassing you to give them more money. So, if you want to do do the, if you want to support somebody that actually does something, Judicial Watch. These guys are make these guys are making the information come out. By Thursday, the number of emails that were deemed to be classified had risen to 18. Last week, the number was five. And uh, according to Politico, some of these emails dealt with talks between Palestine Liberation Organization and Hamas, which the U.S. has classified as terrorist organizations. Hmm. They're terrorist organizations, and there's emails from between those two. So was Hillary? was Hillary Clinton... Uh, and remember, Ubin Abedin was Hillary Clinton's right-hand man, right-hand woman. Was Hillary Clinton being uh, the referee for Hamas and uh, the PLO? I don't know. A phone call to uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and conversations with United Arab Emirates uh, foreign minister. The message with the fewest redactions in, is from 2010, November Concerns a call to the Prince of Saudi Arabia and Hillary Hillary's talking points about WikiLeaks impending release of documents leaked by former uh, private Bradley Manning, who uh, by the time he got out of jail was now known as Chelsea Manning. Because, you know, we are such a caring, caring society that if you're in jail and you want to get a uh, gender reassignment, um, we'll, we'll make you into a woman if you're a guy. I guess I don't know how how you feel about having your tax dollars go th- towards that but I'm not too excited about it. So this stuff seems kind of old hat. Old hat doesn't mean a lot, but you know what the what's going on is is the news of what's go, the news of what's going on with the Mueller investigation into Trump and everything that's going on you're you're seeing you're seeing that Jeff Sessions is out there actually starting investigations on on uh on Hillary and I think enough of us have go- have grown tired of listening to all the bs that's coming out about Trump and you know and uh you know all these all these little things wait hey there's some uh there's some russian collusion here here's this here's that they've been investigating it for a year they haven't found anything but Hillary who we who we know for sure did all this, all this uh, collusion? And had to, did pay for play? Uh, you know, did a, a scam to sell uh, Russia our our uranium? All kinds of stuff. She's just scot free. And when you ask her about, it, oh, that's been investigated and debunked hundreds of times. And it's just, and you know, and for most of the the Democrats out there and people that don't pay attention, hey, they hear that little sound bite and they're okay with it. Hey, Hillary said it's been. It's it's all been debunked a hundred and thousands of times. Guess what? It hasn't. I think uh, Jeff Sessions is getting a little, little pressure from not only his boss, but from all of America. Hey, you recuse yourself from the Russian thing, which maybe you should unrecuse yourself because you don't want anybody thinking that you're involved in it because you talked to some Russian guy at a uh, at a uh, political convention, not knowing who he was, and you say, "Well, you know what? I'm I'm a I'm a United States senator. We talked to to ambassadors from other countries, so take that where take that where it goes." So, uh, uh, Uma Abedin also forwarded State Department passwords to her personal Yahoo email account before five hundred million Yahoo accounts were hacked by foreign agents. So, follow me here. Uma Abedin forwards her State Department passwords to her Yahoo account. Unsecure. Um, then, 500 million Yahoo accounts were hacked by foreign agents. What foreign agents hacked them? Uh, Russian spy Igor Sushin. S-U-S-C-H-I-N. Sushin. Um who is Igor Sushin work for? He works for Renaissance Capital. What's Renaissance Capital? Renaissance Capital, a foreign investment bank that paid Bill Clinton $500,000 to give a speech in Moscow in 2010. Hmm. Think about this. Think about this. Mike Flynn got indicted and embarrassed and humiliated and uh is now a felon because he lied to the to the uh to the vice president and lied about his uh that he had contact with a Russian, with a Russian, uh, uh, Russian ambassador. Now this, now this is going on. Uma Abedin passes on Hillary Clinton's, uh, emails to her Yahoo account. Yahoo gets, gets, uh, hacked by a foreign agent. Foreign agent is, uh, who works for Russian capital, uh, Renaissance capital. I'm sorry. And Renaissance capital is paying $500,000 to, uh, Bill Clinton to give him a speech in 2010. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's maybe there's no connections here. I just follow follow the bouncing ball. It seems seems uh seems unusual, seems unfair to to do what they're doing to our president. And meanwhile, the former uh, first lady, the former secretary of state, the former state senator Hillary Clinton, she's just going scot free. So, I guess the uh I guess the uh, Jeff Jeff sessions is finally finally growing some stones and uh and and it's actually it's actually starting to happen. Evidently all the parts are too overwhelming for CNN's Don Lemon. Listen to how he responded to his guest Ben Ferguson this week. When you clearly have
0: top secret information on a laptop that you sur- you have on a server in the basement of your house, and then you send those top secret classified documents to people that aren't even cleared to see them, and then you forward them to your husband, who, by the way, is in jail. There have been a million copies on it. Time. It's, it's water, water under, the bridge, under the bridge No, for you, no, it's water no, under the for no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. No, stop talking. I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle it. The Communist News Network just does not like that kind of stuff. You know, think about the double standard. And, uh, you know, all all week I keep hearing, well, there's this book that's coming out, and it's uh, questioning some of the stuff that went on uh, at the White House that Steve Bannon apparently uh, talked to a reporter and reported some stuff. And... um. Their question. There are a lot of people are saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm a clinical psychologist, and I can tell by the way Trump's Trump's acting that he's just not he's just not mentally fit for this position." And uh, I say, "Hey, you know what? To me, here's what I see. Say, you know what? Here's here's the average person. Hey, this person is a clinical psychologist and says Trump is not not uh, mentally fit for this position. I'm." I'm a lone guy, man. I don't have a college degree. Um, I finished high school and a little bit of college. And i am just got common sense. Just got common sense. And I say, he seems to be getting stuff done. I see him running his cabinet. I see him laser focused on the things that he promised he was going to do. I see him talking to senators and congresspeople. I see him talking to people from both sides, although not always. I see him uh, delegating to his cabinet. Hey, this this is what we want to do on this, and then uh, Mattis, take it away. Here's what we want to do on this, and and Tillerson, take it away. And this is where, my, and you know, and he's out there. He's out there tweeting, which is proof he's mentally unstable. But he's saying the same thing. He's he's saying things that we're not used to hearing presidents say. Because we're used to presidents being quiet about most everything and putting a positive spin on everything and uh you know just acting presidential. I for one appreciate appreciate hearing him say what he says, and then I know what what's on his mind because you know what's on his mind is the same stuff that's on my mind. Every clear thinking American is thinking the same things that's coming out of Trump's mouth. Well, can you believe the stuff that he's saying? Yeah, I believe it because he's we're all thinking it. And finally somebody said it. Anyway, that's my opinion. That's my opinion on that. So, uh <clears throat> also this week uh the 2018 midterm elections uh are going to be enormously important and uh as, as you remember after the Alabama after the Alabama uh, runoff for uh the Senate seat left abandoned by uh, Jeff Sessions and in Alabama, when he became uh, Attorney General, uh, you had the runoff between uh, Roy Jones, who at the last minute got dumped on all his all his uh, sexually har- sexual harassment allegations, and uh, and Doug Jones, and Doug Jones won it, and uh, meaning that we only have one more senator than the Democrat. The Republicans have a fifty-one to forty-nine uh, tie there. Fifty one to forty nine advantage. It's not very big. So every elect, every midterm election is important. Well, every election is important because one third of the Senate has to rerun every election. So every two years somebody's somebody's term is up. So here's what's up for grabs on in November of this year. The entire House of Representatives. That's uh that's basically every two years. So Congress people are basically don't do very much. They don't have time because they're constantly uh they're constantly um campaigning hence every time you get to see see your uh your senator he's asking you for money i want to ask him for some of my own money but he's always asking me for some of my own money uh same thing so uh he's asking me ask always that uh, hey donate to my campaign because i have a campaign coming up you always have a campaign coming up you can't barely get started on 2016 and to where it's 2017, and you got to start running for 2018. So, maybe those term limits should be longer. Um, I, first, I say, hey, I'd like him to be slower, because I live in Mark DeCano's district. And Mark DeCano the the first openly gay Asian, uh, mixed race, our first Gaysian in the, uh, in the uh, United States Congress, uh, he's so proud of it, but you know what? He doesn't care about any issues except for gay issues. So, I would like, "Hey, can we make his term like six months so we can get somebody in there quicker?" But for some reason, people in my in my district keep voting for this guy. I don't understand. I do not understand, and I guess if I was going to run for something like that, nobody raises enough money other than just put a bunch of uh punches, put a bunch of signs up, and mark decono." The incumbent. You know it? That's all they see. Signs up there. Who's this Doug Shepherd guy? Who's this Steve Adams guy? Who's the uh uh Tavolone guy that ran against him? You know, these were, these seem to me were bigger names than Tacano. But I guess I just am only one vote. It's scary. Just a scary situation. Okay, so uh, the entire entire uh, Office of House of Representatives, one-third of the Senate is coming up for reelection, election uh, 36 state governorships, and many of the state legislators' seat seats. So we have to start paying attention to who's running. And we're already getting a couple of hints. First is Mitt Romney. So Mitt Romney, who was our uh, our presidential candidate in 2012. Mitt Romney, who I actually liked. I actually met him, and uh, I actually liked him because he's a capitalist, and uh, he seems to be a clean guy. I mean, he's he. If you're looking for a candidate with no bone with no skeletons in his closet, I think the only thing they they had on him was sometime in like sixth grade, him and one of the other guys beat up one of the other kids in school on the schoolhouse playground. Mm, I hardly think you can you can uh, use that as to say he's a bad guy you know 6th grade you're probably about 11 or 12 years old well mitt what kind of human being are you but what we can what we can complain about is that mitt romney uh did a full for, full frontal attack on uh Donald Trump when it was getting down in the primaries and it was down to uh Ted Cruz I think it was Ted Cruz, John Kasich and Donald Trump and uh John Kasich never had a chance um but he was coming out making uh, unsolicited speeches to tell people what a, uh, a loser of a of an American that Donald Trump was. I don't appreciate that because you know what uh, you know, and a lot of people didn't know didn't know. Hey, is is Donald Trump the real thing? Why would a guy like that want to be want to be president? And you know, you got ten billion dollars. Why do you want to have this thing? And couldn't could never take him on on face. Hey, I want to change the nation. And I wanted to go back to how we were, and there's no ulterior motives and uh I just thought and I thought and I saw some of the things that Ted Cruz had done uh, that I thought was dirty pool and i and I thought higher of Ted Cruz than that and uh, and I saw some uh, uh some of the stuff that John Kasich did, and I said, "You know what? I'm voting for Trump." I'm using my own brain. I'm saying, hey, here's a guy who's a who's a businessman, knows how to get things done, knows how to delegate, knows how to run a team, and uh you know, you guys that don't own own businesses and you guys that have never owned businesses, you've never signed the paycheck on the uh on the front instead of the back. You've never had to push execute or sign your name as a personal guarantee on a uh on a big contract. You guys don't know the stress on that. When you're actually doing it with your own money, okay? Well, hey, Obama did all these contracts, but he wasn't signing for his money, he's signing for our money. And you can tell that Trump's going in going, hey, this is too expensive, we could do this a lot cheaper than that. Hey, why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? To me, Trump is is the perfect specimen of a president for what we need in 2017, 2018, to take our country back where it needs to go because we are way off course. Way off course. Um let's see here. Where do we go? Uh so anyway, let me go go back to some of my notes on uh on Mitt Romney. Uh Utah's Orrin Hatch, the longest serving running uh longest serving Senate Republican announced Tuesday he would retire at the end of the year, which would undoubtedly pave the way for Romney to run. You can remember President Trump begged Hatch last month to run for the eighth term, presumably because Romney had been a critic of the United, of the president, but they did get a, they did have a, uh, have a kumbaya moment when uh, Trump was picking his, his, uh, his cabinet there uh, late 2016 evidence Romney is running in December. Politico reported that hatch had privately urged Romney to run. If he were to retire the third, the third party presidential candidate who won, uh 21% of the vote in Utah Evan McMullen tweeted this Tuesday in in this seat we must have a leader prepared to meet challenges of the day for of, of our day and our future i hope leader will be mitt romney and then there's this
2: this is a pretty good clue. Yesterday afternoon, Romney listed his location on his Twitter profile as Massachusetts. But then, after Hatch announced his plans to retire, Romney's profile location was updated to Holiday Utah.
1: Yeah, well, I think uh, Romney was the the, the the governor of Massachusetts. Um, he was the governor of Massachusetts, and I know that he has, you know, he's a Mormon guy. He's got to have a place in Utah because he's a Mormon. And uh, so he's he's living in Utah now, and he also has some big, giant place down in San Diego as well. And uh, so it's to be expected he would do what he's doing. Um, but Romney's not the only one well-known Republican to consider running for Senate this year. Al Franken resigned. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Well, nobody likes him anymore. Um, So as senator of Minnesota, a well-known Republican who wants to uh, replace him as former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman.
2: Now in Minnesota, Al Franken, as you know, has resigned. I'm from Minnesota. I've had people contact me and urge me to run for that Senate seat. The only reason I would run is for the ability to take these principles into the United States Senate and to be able to advocate for these principles. The question is... Is it, should it be me? Should it be now? But there's also a cost. There's a price you pay. And and the price is bigger than ever because the swamp is so toxic.
1: And uh, here's one of the reasons I like Michelle Bachman. She knows the truth about the accusations against Trump.
2: Remember, during the campaign, um, at, the, at the 11th hour, isn't that interesting? All of a sudden, these women materialized. And one thing that didn't get reported is a lot of these women had major flaws in their story. Or it came out that what they said was false. Or they themselves recanted it. Nobody heard about that. So there isn't one instance that we know of of harassment that anybody's been able to prove or demonstrate and i think again this isn't about the women that they care about the women or what happened to them this is all about getting donald trump out of the oval office
1: yep and uh i'm all out of time for part one of the main event this week so uh hang out for uh, five minutes of uh traffic and commercials and we'll be right back with part two of the main event don't go away Rocking here, my name's Ed Hoffman. Welcome back to part two of the main event. Rocking out with some Cars music. You know the Cars are being uh, inducted this year into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I thought, hey, I put a little Cars, uh, Cars uh, intro m- music uh, into my uh, into my show because uh, uh, it's all the Cars back in the seventies when they were when they were brand new. Rick Ocasek and Benjamin Orr and the boys, Um, some wild and crazy progressive uh, music I was listening to back then. So uh, for those of you that, for those of you don't know, I'm uh, uh, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender, and I don't talk a lot about uh, mortgages and mortgage financing or real estate on the show because for most of you, it's probably boring. For those of you that are involved in it and you want to hear about that kind of stuff, you need some help, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free, area code 855-640-2020. The, uh, whether you're looking to refinance, interest rates are still good. There's uh Pretty much the uh, Fed has said they're going to raise rates three times this year in 2018, so you can expect a certain amount of uh upward movement in the rates. I don't think it's going to be uh um anything too overly overly terrible over the next uh, few years, but if you're looking to get cash out on your property or if you're looking to get uh to pay off some bills or oh, consolidate some uh consolidate your first and your second, your uh your if you have a HELOC on your house, your HELOC interest is no longer tax deductible, so you can wrap that into pay off the first and the second, wrap it into one loan. So that's uh um that's that's an option there. If you're looking to buy a new house, if you're looking to uh, buy an investment house or buy a vacation house, or if you just want to get your kids off the couch in your den and get let make them get their own house, you can help we can help them uh find a house. Uh 855-640-2020. 855 640 2020 One last, one last product I'll talk about is the reverse mortgage. Um for those of you that are over 62, it's a great product. It's a great product where you can make your house payment go away, give you access to some cash. Um you got to be over 62 and you got to have a, a significant amount of equity. You got to have about between 60 to 50, 50 to 60 40 to 50% uh equity depending on what your age is. So if you're interested in finding out more information about it with no obligation, 855-640-2020 or wccloans.com. So uh, we talked about what was going on last week. What I want to talk about in the second half is new state laws that went into effect last Tuesday. After we woke up from our hangovers from New Year's Eve, um, well, let's say after we woke up from the hangovers, then we then we relaxed and watched football. I didn't watch football because I don't care about football, whether it's professional or or uh, college, but. College is better than foot and than uh, professional because at least they stand for the national anthem. But I spent the day driving home from Mammoth with my wife. So, uh, but the next day when we went back to work, on the second, uh, California state lawmakers passed nearly 900 bills that Governor Jerry Brown signed into law in 2017, and most of them went into effect. This says January 1st, but none of us were out. We were all nursing something on on January 1st. so uh, But here's some of the laws that take effect with the new year. Um, pull it, number one, um, regarding immigration. Police will no longer be able to ask people about their immigration status or participate in federal immigration enforcement actions under the law making California a sanctuary state. I think that's self-explanatory. I think uh, there's been a lot on in the news about people putting up uh sanctuary states under Welcome to California all over the place. Um you know what people talk about how wh- what that's gonna do to crime. Hey, you know what all you all you illegal aliens, uh you're probably safe anywhere in California. So if you were thinking about going to Nevada or you're thinking about going to Arizona or Texas, come to California. It's sanctuary. Quite frankly, here's something that nobody's probably th- that many people have not thought about Hey, you know what? Watch for falling home values. You know, watch for falling rocks. Watch for falling home values. You bring a bunch of illegal aliens in. Oh, that's racist. You're saying don't bring people in. Don't bring Mexican people in. I didn't say that. I said bring in a bunch of illegal aliens. People that don't obey the law. Well, how do you know they don't obey the law? Because they're here illegally. I know I'm just a simple guy. I put two and two together. You're illegal. Means you don't really respect the law. Hmm. Bring a bunch of them in. We want you here in California. Come on. Watch for the values of properties to go down as, as one at a time, people sell their properties and move to Montana or Idaho. I like Texas. Been thinking about Texas, but I think uh, when it gets time closer to. Uh, closer to retirement. I don't know. Mike got McDonough and I got three kids and two grandkids. And then we we'll have to move them all. That's just that's going to be too much of a hassle. Maybe I'll just make one of one of those states my uh one of those states my home base and keep my other houses here so I can visit them. Or maybe I'll just buy a maybe I'll just sell my properties and buy buy a private jet so I can fly my kids and grandkids out to see me. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, the the law also allows jail officials to transfer inmates to federal immigration authorities only if they have been convicted of certain crimes, like uh, major felonies. Which in California, major felonies is basically just murdering someone. You, I think you're allowed to shoot a cop and it's not a felony. And I think you're allowed to r- rape a woman and... Uh, Especially your wife. You're allowed to rape your wife. That's not a crime anymore. Just a misdemeanor. I think that's just an infraction. You know, if you if your wife calls and says, Hey, my husband raped me. We were having a fight and he tied me down and raped me. They're just going to give you a traffic ticket. And then if you haven't been to traffic school, you can probably do that. Does any of this stuff sound ridiculous? It does to me. And a different law. Uh, immigration officials will now need a warrant to access employee records and landlords will be barred from disclosing tenants' citizenship. Yet another new law will prohibit university officials from cooperating with immigration officers. So if immigration officers um, come to you and say, hey, we want to know about uh, such and such that works for you. Is illegal. legal? you got to say, hey, you got to get a warrant. Let's make it harder and harder to, uh, to enforce laws for people. Because they're only trying to protect us. Let's talk about weed. Let's talk about weed. I want to talk about weed. I want to talk about weed. Wait, that's let's talk about me. Um, That's a little Toby Keith uh, intro there. Um, So let's talk about weed. Remember voting on Proposition 64 in 2016? That's the bill that legalized the sale of recreational marijuana, and it took effect January 1st. However... It will still be illegal to drive under the influence of marijuana. And this week, Attorney General Jeff Sessions said he will roll back the Obama-era policy that helped legal marijuana to thrive at state level without federal intervention. That didn't go over well with Colorado Senator Cory Gardner, whose state was the first to legalize marijuana in 2012.
0: Then Senator Sessions told me that marijuana simply wasn't going to be on President Trump's agenda. That was... Back in the spring of 2016, and up until 8.58 this morning, that was the policy. One tweet later, one policy later, a complete reversal of what many of us on the Hill were told before the confirmation, what we had continued to believe the last year, and without any notification, conversation, or dialogue with Congress. Completely reversed.
1: Completely reversed. So, what are you, what are you, what are you bitching about? What is your what is your complaint that Sessions decides he's going to enforce the laws? Cuz I think weed's been illegal federally forever. So uh you know what I what I what I don't trust about it is I can I can have a shot of patron and know how it's going to affect me. I can have a shot of I can have two shots of patron and know how that's going to affect me. I can have three shots of patron or have X amount of beers, and you know how it's going to affect you, and you know what it's going to feel like, and how long you're going to be wasted before you can actually drive again. Um, I don't think that's I don't think that's the same with weed. If you're uh, if you if you're going to smoke weed, hey, how much is one hit? How much is two hits? How long is it going to last? Not that I have any Not that I have any experience in here, but you know. I hear it's pretty fun, but after about 5 minutes you just say okay, I'm done, let's turn it off. And that's just not quite possible. So uh but you can't but you can't drive around with it, can't do any of that stuff. Um so the weed thing and I know in in the city of Merino Valley, yeah, they're going to legalize it, but they haven't come up with any any guidelines as to where you can put a uh, cannabis shop. So uh you know what kind of uh zoning they are, so everything's kind of on hold. And uh so, is what it is. So, let's talk about employment, my favorite my favorite thing in the law. As an employer of 125 people, the state minimum wage increased 50 cents an hour. So, it went from $10 to 10.50 to 10.50 for businesses with 25 or fewer employees and from 10.50 to 11 for those with 26 or more employees. Um I'm not sure how, how there's a difference in the minimum wage in a state, depending on how the size of the company is, but uh, I'll just leave it at that. Here, let me play a clip from uh, KCRA News in Sacramento. Minimum wage earners, you're getting a raise. Businesses with fewer than 26 employees will now pay 50 cents more per hour, raising the minimum hourly pay to $10.50. Employees that work for companies with 26 or more employees will earn $11 per hour. At 40 hours each week, that's an additional $20 per week, or $40 per paycheck.
2: The $40 extra that I'm going to make for my paycheck is going to be gone since I have since my milk, uh, my rent, the gas, everything's going to go up as well.
1: The changes are part of SB 3, which raises the minimum hourly wage incrementally to $15 by 2022 and 2023. And apparently, yeah, apparently we're supposed to be at $15 by 2022 in California. Small businesses with uh, between 20 and 49 people uh, will have to offer 12 weeks of unpaid maternity and paternity leave to employees. Let me repeat that. Small companies with between 20 and 49 people will have to offer 12 weeks of unpaid maternity and paternity leave to employees. What does that mean for uh, companies that are over 49 employees? We have to give them six weeks or something? Uh, so that means, you know, back in the, back in the day, back in the day when, when I had my kids, you know, the, your wife goes into labor and you head off to the hospital and then you, uh, coddle her and take care of her for, uh, take care of them for the night. And you go, Ooh, look at that. We got a baby. Ooh. Okay. Then you take your wife home, you hang out for a day or so till, uh, or maybe a, maybe a few days if she had a C-section, you know, helping out. And then you go back to work and let your wife sit home collecting disability, taking care of that baby. Because for those of you who don't have kids, you guys, your baby isn't anything to you until he's about ten ten months old. About t- for the first ten months, it's mom and mom's um, feeding part, and uh, and you know turning over and that kind of stuff. You don't need to take off work for that. Okay, 10 months, 10 months into it. Now you're now the baby's got some personality. Now now it's dad's turn. Now dad gets to share in the in some of the joy of having kids. So, if you're taking this time off, and of course, I can't say this as an employer but as a person on the radio, you need to turn in your man card. Well, you know, I get I get 6 weeks. Get 6, six weeks, 12 weeks of a uh, of paternity leave. Uh, yeah, so you just tell the guys we're just going to take away your man card uh, if you do that. Um, employers can no longer ask job applicants about their past salaries. What kind of bull is this? Hey, you're coming to apply for a job. Uh, you know, what kind of money are you making now? I'm not allowed to ask that. You know why? Because they're afraid about the women, that if women, um, the myth of women making less money than men. So we're just going to offer a little more than what they used to make. Well, guess what? You're going to offer everybody just a little more than what they used to make. And I got and I got news for you. If you're working at my company and you're a loan officer or you're uh, you know everybody in my company makes the same same kind of money and whatever whatever if you're a loan officer you're making the same kind of can't, kind of money if you produce the same amount of numbers. If you're in any other in any other department, if you're if you're a high producer, you're making high money, and if you're not if you're not a high producer, you're not you're not making high money, and you might not keep your job either if you're if you're not a, a high producer. I hey, I got into it with someone on uh, Facebook um, uh, about uh, I know I post something about the minimum wage and say minimum wage is for people who work at McDonald's and that's designed for high school kids to work there and hang out with their friends and get some money so they can put gas in mom's car and buy insurance and hopefully uh, work your way up into a higher position or impress one of your clients who's going to say, hey, I love your attitude. You should come work for me. And next thing you know, you've got an opportunity to make more than minimum wage. And you learn something else, you learn something else, and you get more valuable. That's how the world works course uh someone on on the merino Valley politics matter uh, uh, discussion group on Facebook uh, proceeded to inform me that I don't understand how life is and uh, that uh, you should be able to feed your family 40 hours a week and that it's just not fair life is not fair everybody has equal opportunity uh, equal uh, equal results is not promised so you know it's they're not letting us, they're not letting us ask ask people what they made I think that's kind of stupid hey you know what I got a guy who's who wants to come to work for me hey how much money did you make last year can't tell you that well how do I know if you're a high producer or low producer well you know you want to negotiate a, a good a good uh, commission rate you want to negotiate a uh, um, you know you want an office you want this you want that you want an assistant. How much how much business do you normally do? Oh, I have to figure a way to trick you into saying it by asking some way and fixing it up backwards. You know what? Is this necessary? Can't we just talk to people? Nope. Have to go to jail. Um, here's a here's what here's what a attorney uh labor attorney Grant Grant Winter is uh he thinks it's a good thing.
2: Well, everyone knows that in a negotiation situation, the person to make the first offer is in a weaker bargaining position. So in this case, the employer can't necessarily put the employee in the position of weakness just by demanding what was your former salary.
1: You know what? If you're a strong producer, if you're a strong worker, hey, here's what I got, but that's not what I'm going to make now. I was making uh, $26 an hour, but I'm expecting to make $46 an hour. Well, you're only making 26. We're going to offer you 30. Okay, no problem. I'm going to go see if I can get 40 from someone else. That's the free market capitalism, folks. That's how it works. The government just says it doesn't guarantee you something. You want guarantees? You want a, min- a guaranteed minimum? That's a floor. With every floor comes a ceiling. You want a guarantee? Then you get a guarantee. You get a guarantee you're not going to go lower than this, and guarantee you're not going to go higher than this. You want unlimited? You got to give yourself the opportunity to fail. Take away take away the uh the uh the guarantees and you get rid of the 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 limits to your to your uh to your earnings. Okay, let's see where was I here. California will become the 10th state to require both public and private sector employers of 5 or more employees to delay background checks and inquiries about job applicants' conviction records until they make a uh conditional loan job offer. A measure known as "ban the box." You know what? We're not allowed to ask you if you've con- convicted a felony. So, is this going to be a big hassle? Well, we get still get to run a background check um, after we've made you an offer. So, and say, hey, I'm going to make you an offer, but if your if your background check uh, comes out comes out where you're a felon, I'm not going to hire you. So, just create just create a. Uh, more costs for employers because they're not allowed to find find out. Hey, you know what? I was in, I just got out of jail. You can tell by my tats. Uh, I just got out of jail. I, I you know I raped my wife and I raped her uh, her her sister. And I uh, uh, hope you don't hold that against me. Uh, hey, guess what? You're not working for me. But okay. Hey, I'll give you a job offer. And then, but you have to pass the background check. What happened there? Just cost more money to hire people. Because if that applicant could have just been honest, we could have got past that. Of course, that might have uh, given me a preconceived notion, and maybe he's really a good guy. Well, if he's really a good guy, I'd get him there. Um, uh, those arrested, those arrested but not convicted of any crime may ask a judge to seal their record. And uh, more advocates say this will help them get hired. Yeah, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Okay, climate change. Old-fashioned incandescent light bulbs will start disappearing from the shelves because they can no longer meet energy-efficient standards under the 2007 federal law. So we've been buying these things. The law passed in 2007, but we're still buying them all the way till now. Uh, But now they're finally going to go away. Um, I personally personally don't usually buy those things because I get tired of replacing them all the time. Um, Because now that they've got the LEDs and the LCDs and all the all the other kind of light bulbs, which are more expensive. Um, the incandescent ones seem to get cheaper and cheaper, or maybe the other ones are just getting more expensive, but, uh, also they use so much less energy. Don and I have a commercial property. and I changed all the lighting on the outside of the buildings that I pay the, the, the rent or the electricity for like cut like 90% off my electric bill every month. They work, they work folks. Plus you never have to replace them for like 12 years. Um, the regulate, uh, the regulations take effect, uh, nationwide in 2020, but the federal government is letting California impose higher standards two years early. Wasn't that nice of them? Let's, uh, let's get rid of those incandescent cheap bulbs two years early. Um, so we're trying to enforce them on January 1st. Uh, National Electrical Manufacturers Association has filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Energy challenging that same law. Um, schools, education, schools in grades seven through 12 must be taught about sexual abuse and human trafficking. I think I may mention this. My, uh, my trainer Margo had, uh, his 10 year old son come in and say, mom, dad, you know what we learned in school today? Uh, holding hands is sexual harassment. I'm sure I would sure be happy about that. If, uh, that was my son schools will be prohibited from lunch shamming. That's publicly denying lunch to students or providing a snack instead of instead because their parents haven't paid meal fees well, considering I have an employee that lives in uh in West Covina or Covina, and he makes about four hundred fifty thousand dollars a year and uh uh he filled out the form from uh for to see if he could his kid qualified for free lunch and free breakfast and um he put down four hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. saying, so, you know, how much do you make in a month? Uh, Forty thousand dollars. And uh, um, the the thing he came back with a with a with a free food card. And this guy called called up and said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, I filled out that form. Did you guys not read it? The guys not read it? Yeah, we read it. Oh, but your son is uh, qualified for lunch and brec- breakfast and lunch every. How can you be qualified if you make that kind of money?" But you're not allowed to lunch sham. So if your account is short, if you didn't get free, free on the free uh, lunch and, and uh breakfast thing through the Obama administration, now they're not allowed to withhold your lunch. Okay. Speaking of guns, Proposition 63. Uh oh, I forgot the speaking of guns. I skipped the thing. School superintendents can no longer allow people with permits to carry concealed guns in school grounds. I'm assuming that's not the kids, it's the teachers. Uh, firearms, speaking of guns, uh, prop 63 took, took effect January 1st. Um, that's the 2016 ballot initiative that says ammunition purchased in another state online or through a catalog can't be brought into California except through a licensed ammunition dealer. I wonder if I buy, uh, bullets in Arizona, how they're going to know they're Arizona bullets when I bring them over. Cause I have a, I have a, uh, house in Arizona. Well, how's, how's that going to work? uh also sets processing and deadlines for gun owners to give up their weapons if they are convicted of a felony or certain violent misdemeanors i can I'm, i can feel it now the people that commit crimes are gonna volunteer their guns and say hey, i'm a felon i'm a i'm i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a not a, a law-abiding citizen here's my gun just take it Fantasyland folks, Fantasyland. Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm out of time for this week of the main event. I hope I wasn't too boring with my uh, horse and uh, cold infected uh, voice today. But uh, uh, my name is Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening to the main event. And I'll be back again with you